Hello everyone. Welcome to chapter 5 of Chronicles, Strapped to the Bumper of Life. And today we're starting out with jokes. Everybody brought jokes. So Eminem, why don't you go first? Okay. A ham sandwich walked into a bar and orders a beer. The bartender says, sorry, we don't serve food here. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I didn't have to think about that one. <laughs> uh, here's another one that caught my attention. Uh, what's the difference between the bird flu and the swine flu? Well, one requires treatment and the other requires oinkment. <laughs> oink. I like the expression of oinkment. Oink. <laughs> he made that. Yeah, that was... Okay, oh, and I, I got one more. What do you call a pig? That does karate. I don't know what. A pork chop. <laughs> <laughs> well, Outstanding. <laughs> While we're doing these jokes, have you guys seen on YouTube when they square off on the other side of a microphone and they do jokes and they have teams? Yeah. Where four guys will be on this side, four guys on that side, and whoever laughs, they get points. But you can also give up points if you laugh at your own joke. Those guys are hilarious with their jokes. Yeah, matter of fact, uh, when we had one of our Sports Fans United events over in Tampa, we had something like that where we had teams where you would have the judges up on stage and you would have to come up and tell a joke. And if any of the judges laughed or passed out, you would get points. So uh, that's, you know, that, that's, that's a good idea. That's the same idea. principle. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. But that one, they have, uh, they have a video set up. So you can actually see the guys right. and their delivery. So when you're hearing a joke and you're looking at them through the video, it's, uh, it's hard not to laugh. Because some guys just come in like, Super, super classy high. and you're like I'm not gonna laugh at anything and they just tell their joke and then they look at you like are, are you gonna, gonna laugh, laugh? <laughs> <laughs> nice I'm going next my first joke does anyone know why Santa Claus doesn't have any children why because he only comes once a year <laughs> Santa <laughs> Shame on you, Santa. <laughs> Eric opening up with that joke is perfect. Uh, well, it's just after Christmas, you know, I thought it was suiting. Uh, I was a bartender for several years of my life. Every female that came into the bar when I worked there, you'd ask them what they'd like to, how they were and what they'd like to drink. And the next, after they told you, the next thing out of their mouth was, I need to hear a good joke. Okay, is this a joke or is this real life? Did you work at a bar? Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, I I didn't say that for the joke. I actually worked at the Marriott World Center in Overtures, oh. which was probably the last disco bar that made it from the disco air, which when they built the place, the disco air was already dead. <laughs> so <laughs> Set up to fail. <laughs> it was set up to fail because they turned it into a sports bar four years later. The best joke I came up with in that time period was called the koala bear and the prostitute. And here it goes. Prostitute walks into the bar one day and she sees a koala bear sitting at the bar. And so she decides to walk over there and sit down beside him because she thinks he's kind of cute. They drink together. They coerce together. They coerce together. They drink together. They leave together. They go to the prostitute's apartment. And well, let's just say night becomes day. Light comes through the window, wakes the koala bear up, and he jumps out of bed and he goes, Ip! I'm a koala bear. I have to go back to Australia today. The prostitute sits up in bed. She goes, oh my God, he hasn't paid me. How am I going to show him that he needs to pay me? I know. I'll go grab the dictionary off the shelf 
and open it up to the word prostitute and have him read it. So she does that. She hands it to the koala bear. The koala bear reads it. He hands it back to her and he says, no, 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 you don't understand. I'm a koala bear and I have to go back to Australia today. You should read the word koala bear. So the prostitute's flipping back through the dictionary and she goes, oh my God, what is this going to stay? So she gets to the word koala bear, an animal that eats bushes and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry, my jokes are a little lengthy. Okay. No, that's, that's perfect. They sound like real life until the end. All right. The next one is the state trooper. This actually has a lot of truth to it. Um, I've decided that I want to buy a sports car, and I've been considering a lot of things. I've considered older, older Corvette because I'm trying to find something that's somewhat affordable, and yet I don't want to pull all that money out of, out of the bank. So I think I've decided on a Civic Type R. It's incredibly durable, reliable, dependable. It doesn't cost a fortune to insure. I went up there the other day and I went in and said hello to the people I know and then asked if I could drive one of those Civic Type Rs. So we on the test drive. We pull out of the dealership. I go get, get on the 417. You have a strip of the 417. It's about two and a half, three miles long. And you get a couple big hairpin turns. And so you get to see how the car handles and... You have a little area where you can get on it a little bit. I'm busting 100 miles an hour before I before I realize what's going on. And then I start to slow down because I'm, the lane's widening down to one lane and it's the space is, is lessening. And as we pass under this bridge, there's a highway patrolman hiding in there. Turns on his lights, starts to come out. I downshift the car and I, I'm thinking, you know, you always want to be able to say, I outran a state trooper. So I tried to outrun the state trooper. And he started catching up with me. The honesty takes over everything else, and I pull over. So he gets out of the car. I've already got my driver's license out. <laughs> he said, so you're trying out a new car, huh? Don't you think you were driving a little fast? Takes my license. He goes and checks it out. So he comes back. And he goes, well, why did you speed up and then slow down? I said, well, sir, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, was, I didn't see you at first. Because I'm, I'm playing with the car because I'm trying to figure out if I really want to buy one of these or not. He goes, well, I'm going to need to go check your license. And so he goes and checks it. He comes back. He's, you know, AutoNation Honda's got a pretty clean record and I have no tickets. So he goes, I'll tell you what. He says, I'm, I'm going to try to give you a break here. He said, if you can give me a, a reason why you were speeding that I've never heard of, I'm going to let you go. <laughs> so I looked at him. I said, a couple years ago, I said, my wife ran off with a state trooper and I thought you were bringing her back. <laughs> He let me go. <laughs> but the ending is great. Yeah, well, you know, you think it's a real story, and then bam. And then the next one I would finish with I would not do the state trooper joke for the women, I would do the koala bear and the prostitute and the Santa Claus joke. And then I would say to him, But you know what's really something? And that, that, it would perk up their ears and they go, what? And I go, when you take your hand like this and your hand like this, which I'm stacking my hands on top of each other, and you have something left over. <laughs> oh, my God. Love- <laughs> You're killing me. <laughs> I love when nothing happens after the joke. <laughs> oh, my God. And we all looked at each other. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
Craig, it's your turn. Oh, I can't compete with that, guys. I actually think me and Magic uh, Googled funny jokes because we have we have some overlap. <laughs> Probably. Oh, we have some overlap. Okay, so I brought in some one-liners today, and I think Magic did too, but he, he might have a couple after me. Yeah, uh, I, I think I got a couple. couple more. Go ahead, Craig. So <laughs> why did the Clydesdale give the pony a glass of water? <laughs> I don't know, Craig, why? <laughs> because he was a little horse. <laughs> oh my god, that is so funny because I always use that with Craig. <laughs> what do you call an alligator detective? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> do you have that one? <laughs> An investigator. <laughs> oh my god. That is so funny. The joke is. <laughs> All right, okay. All right, what's the third one? <laughs> All right, I'm going to have to pull one out after this one because I can't go out with, with, with these jokes. Right, why shouldn't you write with a broken pencil? <laughs> Fat a thousand. <laughs> why shouldn't you write with a broken pencil? Uh, I don't know, Craig. Why? Because <laughs> because it's pointless. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, oh, that, that's so funny because I saw all of these. I said, "Well, should I do these? Maybe I'll do some." <laughs> oh my god! I I don't think you've heard this one, but let me just go ahead and finish off this. We're gonna head. <laughs> After this joke, we got to send it back to Magic because I think he has a few gems there. If this, if you have this on your paper, I'm leaving. <laughs> what do you call a scary bee? Oh, I heard this the other day and I can't remember. What do you call a scary? Bee? I don't know. I don't know. What do you call him, Craig? A booby. <laughs> Oh my oh. god. That is so funny. We have the same one liners. Oh my god. That what, is funny. Did you both uh, Google them? Huh? Uh, yeah. I Googled something. Some I uh, I found I got a book of uh, all types of jokes and I kinda briefly looked through and found them. I got a, a couple more, but I have this one, but it's so long, but I don't want to take up too much time. Oh, no, yeah, we got plenty. We got plenty of time. And I, I don't want to interrupt, but yeah. I, cause before we get too far into this, that booby joke was from Mindy. So I actually <laughs> <laughs> I actually did nothing today but, but three one-liners, and, and I stole a joke from my wife. <laughs> This one here is a little long, so just be patient because I met this person years and years ago from England, this lady, and she told me this joke, and I, I wish I could have her here right now because the way she told it is so much fun, but I'm going to do my best to tell it. An American citizen, he went to England. While he was over there, he, said, he was talking to people. He said, you know something? I'm from America, and I want to start a farm. Could you direct me to the farmers around here so I could get the animals I need? And they said, sure, sir, we will direct. He said, uh, first of all, 
I want uh, a chicken. And he said, England, we don't call them chickens. We call them pullets. He said, as a <laughs> farmer down the road that has pullets, and I'm sure he'll sell you one. Okay, so he goes down the road, and uh, he buys a pullet, and put on his arm, and goes to the next farm. He said, I need a pig. He said, sir, I'd like to buy one of your pigs here. And he said, sir, and we're in England, we don't call them pigs, we call them dicks. He said, okay, well, I'd like to buy one of your dicks. He said, sure, sir. So he gets his bullet in one arm and his dick in the other. He's going down the road. He said, I need a horse. So he goes to the next farm. And he says, sir, I would love to have one of those horses. He says, sir, over here, we don't call them horses. We call them asses. He said, sure, no problem. I'll take the ass. So he said, but remember one thing, you got to remember about this ass, if he sees a beautiful woman, you may have to motivate him to move on. He said, no problem. So he dick in one arm, pull it in another, hops on his ass, he's going down the road. Lo and behold, this beautiful woman approaches. The horse stops. Ma'am, will you do me a favor? Will you hold my dick and pull it while I scratch my ass? <laughs> folks i hope you enjoy this that's that's it for me but i i i heard this joke like about 30 plus years ago and it's always stuck to my mind but that's it for eminem (laughs) (laughs) eric you got one you want to do i I like your long ones because i think they're real life until the end this is a little Johnny joke. <laughs> now I'm gonna the the little Johnny joke's got the N word in it, but we're gonna we're gonna change the N word for little black man. <laughs> okay, so we can be as politically correct as possible. I know that's not possible for any of us, but <laughs> so little Susie and little Johnny go to school together. And the teacher stands up one day and she says, children, for our assignment for today, here come the politically correct police. We are going to tell what our father does for a living. We are going to spell it. And then we are going to give an example of what he does. Little Susie's going, ooh, 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 me, 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 you know. So the teacher says, Little Susie, stand up and say what your what your father does for a living, spell it for me, and then tell me how that relates. So she goes, My daddy's a doctor. D-O-C-T-O-R. He helps people and saves people's lives. She goes, That's very good, little Susie. You can have a seat. So she's looking around the room, nobody else is sticking her hand up. So she calls on Leroy. Leroy, stand up, tell us what your father does for a living, spell it for us. And give us an example of how that relates. He says, well, my daddy's an electrician. E-L-R-E-L-C. She goes, Leroy, that's okay. You can sit back down. And at this point, little Johnny raises his hand up. Teacher's reluctant to let little Johnny speak. But little Johnny, stand up. Tell us what your father does for a living. Spell it for us and give us an example of it. He says, well, my daddy's a bookie. B-O-O-K-I-E. 
he'll give you 10 to 1 odds that that little black man is never going to be able to spell the word electrician. (laughs) 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 A man that walks up to three women wearing potato sacks. How does he know which one is the prostitute? Because there's a hole in a potato sack. (laughs) No idea. The one whose sack reads Idaho. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Idaho. You guys are too much, man. You like them one liners, don't you? I'm a one liner. Those are the best. (laughs) They're the quick ones. The quick. Especially when you Google them. Yeah. yeah. Quick and get it over with. Yeah, I know. I drag it out too much. Everybody's thinking. No, no, yours are good. Man, that one with the, the highway, I thought it was actually really a real life. <laughs> the way story. he was telling it, it made it sound so real. Uh-huh. Like, actually, it happened. Well, and to be honest with you, I am going to, I'm going to try to buy a sports car in the near future, and I have picked out that, that car. car. So I built that into it to make it sound real. To for the hook, you know, yeah, Joe. Yeah. So there you have it. That's how I feel. You got any more? You got? No, I'm I'm good. That's it. That's it. Get my outro. Thank you, everyone, for listening to us today. This is the end of chapter five of Chronicles: Strapped to the Bumper Life, and have a good day. See ya. Bye.